0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Wood Talk, an NWFA podcast. I'm Brett Miller with the NWFA, uh, joined here today with Stephen Suntup of Suntup U.S. Welcome, Stephen. Thanks for joining us.
1: Uh, Brett, thanks very much
0: for inviting me. Absolutely. Well, I I know we've been wanting to talk for quite a while. I know you represent overseas factories trying to introduce products to the U.S. market that we may not be familiar with. I, I've had the opportunity to meet with you and talk with you and get to know you over the the years that you've been here, but I know you're originally from South Africa. Can you introduce yourself? Talk about what brought you to the United States and even into the, the, the wood flooring side of the industry.
1: Sure. Thanks, Brett. Yeah, I've been in the flooring industry probably now about 33 years, 27 of those years in South Africa. I ran uh, six installation teams of my own, After subcontracting out, I decided to go in-house. I even ran my own small flooring factory for a while. And then I stopped all that and became an importer distributor with my own flooring brand label. I was also vice chairman of the South African Wooden Flooring Association for nine years and four years as chairman. And you asked me what brought me to the USA. Well, it wasn't the intention to come and live in America. I'm a South African. So I lost my daughter in a crime situation in South Africa and all my family live in the USA. So it made sense for me to actually now be with my family. And the only thing I know, Brett, is wooden flooring, hardwood flooring. So that's why I'm here.
0: Wow. I won't even dig into the, the history and, and what you know what what's happened in South Africa. I, I know shared with me just a little bit about how corrupt and how how it it had changed over recent years and obviously you know losing a loved one and and staying with family is is priority number one for anybody so it's, it's yeah very clear well being in the wood flooring industry i mean what can you say about um the differences and the similarities coming from south africa wood flooring industry to to the united states
1: Well, uh, the similarities are that in South Africa, everything is on concrete slab. We don't use any plywood subfloors at all. So that's completely different to us. And also we don't have any things like gypcrete. So whatever happens in America on concrete slabs is what we do. And uh, however, I see some people when installing solids over concrete in the USA, use a plywood subfloor over the concrete and then nail to that, where I would have a different method in doing that.
0: Hmm. Interesting. What about, uh, I mean, what about the species, the species of wood, the different types of of products? I I know we in the United States, North America, I mean, there's a lot of imported products. African products, uh, South American products, stuff from all over the world. What are some of the more prominent species, wood species you dealt with down in South Africa?
1: Well, if I could just compare us to a little bit to Australia, you know, in Australia, they have all the eucalyptus gum species. Right. As they're homegrown. And we had our homegrown species, which was also eucalyptus. We had also African rosewood and African teak. But I think as we all know, wide European oak has flooded the world.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So, so South Africa at the moment, um, as the Brazilian hardwoods have definitely taken a dip in the market here, the same thing in South Africa with the exotic timbers, and wide oak is definitely the rage. But one day, in the, I've got something in the back of my head to change that and make something a little bit different, but that's way years down the line, I think. I'm working on something. Oh really? But, yeah, whiteboard. Yeah, I'll tell you about it one day. And it, it's actually could uh, work in conjunction with one of my factories overseas. But it's early, early days. But it's all in my head, and I've done a bit of work on it.
0: Wow, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's one of the things when when being in this industry out here. I mean when you're looking at domestic species: red oak, white oak, walnut, ash, maple, hickory. I mean, all of these species that we take for granted so many times. I guess unless unless there's a shortage or unless the cost is is out of reach, it's a little more rare to bring in and and to install, especially a lot of these species you just brought up. But I know late '80s, early '90s, we started seeing an influx of Jatoba, the the product that came in from uh, South America. Yeah, and it really was. It kind of opened the the floodgates to to a lot of different tropical uh, species or species brought in from other markets. What are some of the similarities? What are some of the challenges that you've seen in, in the different types of floor products that you may use down in South Africa in comparison to, to, to up here?
1: Well, look, we also had an influx. In fact, I was an importer of uh, Jatoba and Kumaru, or Kumaru and the Bra- Brazilian species as well. You know, it was part of my range. I had an engineered range. So we had all that as well in South Africa.
0: In, in terms of how you worked with some of the products that you were comfortable with down in South Africa in comparison to some of the domestic species that you see up here, I mean, do you see a lot of similarities? I mean, other than color and aesthetics, but just in terms of performance and installation methods.
1: Okay. So, as far as similarities go on product, of course, we don't have maple and oak species indigenous to South Africa. So, we imported maple, oak, and walnut. was, funny enough, also part of my range. And as far as installation goes, you know, in general, I was on the market before the invention of elasticized adhesives. So everything had to be nailed down on cleats, and on sleepers, as you call it in America. So we we would put a one-inch sleeper onto the concrete. We put plastic under the, the sleeper and plastic over the sleeper, a double sheet of plastic. And then we would nail down our floor to the sleepers. And at the thresholds, We had put a a bevel going down which used to solidify with expanding foam. We had a special method of doing that, and it worked well. And then some guys were doing installations with rigid epoxy-type adhesives, which you can't do. And it worked well with the 9-by-3-inch block because there's very little movement in the design or the pattern, the way it was laid. You know? Oh, wow. So uh, when we started with all the hardwoods, the guys were using this epoxy, and that's when we had all our failures. So on one of my trips to Austria, I was importing from a factory in Austria, and we uh, I saw a product there called, well, it's a, it's a brand. It was an elasticized adhesive, which I'd never seen before. And uh, we managed to get the local brand, Holotrip, imported into South Africa. And we started with glue-down installations. And then everything went to elasticized adhesives. Okay. Moved away from the batten installation. And then uh, I found a product in Holland, which uh, was a little bit different, which was a a sticky mat product. And uh, I put that in my installation instructions of all my boxes. And I sold containers and containers for 15 years of this product which created a floating floor with a tongue and groove flooring hardwood flooring board.
0: Wow, so that's that's the product that you represent that you've brought out here. I remember specifically going to some trade shows where there was some underlayment material that when, when people were putting together their booths at these trade shows, they would use these sticky underlayments and, and lay their floor in place and then it made it easy to pull up when they had to clean up afterwards. When you came out and, and you showed us the installation method and it's it's a different mindset, it really takes, just like a lot of anything that's new in this industry, it takes changing your thought process, seeing the benefits, and, and even changing a lot of the techniques you may currently have to get into something new. A lot of times there's benefits and, and values to, to being able to learn something new like this. This is such a different concept that it's... It, but there's so much benefit and value to it in terms of, well, specifically what you were just talking about, gluing down a floor over a slab versus using something like this. Talk a little bit about this elastolon type underlayment material.
1: Well, first of all, this is not a new product in the market. As you said, this product's been on the market for about 27 years. Uh, it was invented by a guy called Fred van Beers in Holland, which is it's a closed-cell sticky foam mat which was designed exclusively for the use of installing because it creates a floating floor. So we brought this into South Africa. I was very prominent in the flooring industry in South Africa, being chairman of the association and being one of the first guys to be importing hardwoods into the country and going through systems. So I got it onto the market pretty quickly because I know change is very difficult. And once I put it on the market, it went like wildfire and I had the whole country rocking and rolling on the Elastalon product. Wow. It's been a difficult one in America. First of all, nobody knows me here, and uh, and as you said, change is very, very difficult. You know, it's the old saying, and I think in America we might be the experts on this saying, if it's not broken, don't fix it. So, in saying that, you know, the, the failures we have in the States are generally over concrete, slab, and generally on-grade, and our product in conjunction with the polyplastic, can prevent these failures, and it's got all sorts of other pros to it as far as IRC ratings and no glue used at all. So it's um, no glue, no mess. So uh, it's a simple, easy installation, and not everybody is a top class NWFA certified installer using all the best products on the market at the high end. And this gives people the opportunity to install a floor without the mess, without the glue, and without the danger of a failure because of the polyplastic. And that's where floating floors are good because they don't fail because they have this plastic moisture barrier. So, yes, I'd love to uh, find a way to market. I've worked my butt off (laughs) for the last five years doing shows and traveling through 27 states in my car and exhibitions and learning. So, I've learned a lot about the industry here and… I'm just hoping one day we get a guy that's, uh, I don't want to say he's got a bit of balls, if that's the right word, maybe not. But to take, <laughs> sure. to take initiative, to try and put something new on the markets. And then I would work with this guy and do the training and the traveling on, site, on the job site, startup of installations. I'll do whatever I need to do to get this product going on the market. Right. So it's it's an installation system for hardwood flooring. Let's call it that. We respect glue, we respect nails, we're always a part of it. But all we're saying is give this also a chance. It has a place in the market.
0: Sure, sure. Well, with nearly almost three quarters, definitely two thirds of the flooring industry being engineered wood flooring, it seems like a simple application for a lot of commercial high rise applications where sound, you know, acoustical ratings are a part of the system and the process. And once you jump in and start looking at a system that, that allows for easy installation, potentially less cost per square foot which is so important but you mentioned how challenging it's been to get new product new ideas new systems in front of people and, and get them to change and I think I mean I've seen it just sell and finish it's hard to to get someone to change what they've always been doing but you know trying an installation method is something that's a little bit new it's different. How has it gone so far? with you in in the states i know you've i mean i've seen some of your social media posts where you're out camping at a campground and you're just doing everything you can to try and try and really hit the streets running and knock on doors like you said i mean as a salesperson that's what's necessary to get going um the start can be challenging
1: (laughs) you know i'm really passionate about this product for for many reasons which actually involved my late daughter because You know, Elastalon actually helped her buy her first horse, which we named Elastalon. Oh, really? (laughs) And we imported that horse out of Holland. But this has been a battle. Look, I'm prepared to go whatever it takes I will do. I mean, I came over here with my – I'm 64 this year. I came over here with every cent I've ever earned in my life, and I put every single cent into getting this established. And so far, I have not been able to. I just can't get guys to look at change. But, I mean, I've slept we – did, we did a national flooring organization. You guys had a thing in Deerfield Beach, Deerfield, one day. All the guys were staying in their $200 hotels, and I was sleeping on the floor in the tent at the caravans' park, you know, oh, the campsites. Sure, sure. So I'll, I'll, do, I'll do whatever it takes. If I go to sleep in my car on a long road trip, I've road tripped 70,000 miles in America through 27 states, knocking on doors, and COVID didn't help, I can tell you now. And it's just a product that I'm prepared to go to the end of the earth to try and get on this market. Whatever it takes, I will do.
0: It's interesting. It's definitely an interesting product. And I appreciate all of your energy and effort. I mean, anybody who's in sales or has ever been in sales, I think, I mean, you've, you've got quite the uphill battle. And I think you've done quite a bit, just about everything you can do. And I love it. And I love seeing it. And I love seeing a new product that's hit the streets and, and really getting people to look at different installation methods, different ways to market and, and different things yeah. to sell to their customers. It's great. I mean, you had mentioned making a connection with a couple distributors locally in, in different markets. I mean, have you had much interest from from the distribution channel?
1: I've had some contact with some of the major distributors in America. And I understand it's very difficult for these guys to take on a new product because it takes a huge amount of effort and time to make something new work. And I know they like to hit the road or hit the ground running with a product that gives you instant turnovers. But I'm prepared to uh, work and those turnovers will come. It's a product that, that has proven itself. So I'm prepared to do, put in the efforts with these guys and hopefully one day when these distributors will contact me again and I'm always trying to contact them. Through various me- methods to try and get it on the market.
0: Right. So, you, you represent a couple other product lines that are out there, and, and I think, you know, seem pretty interesting when I'm looking into them. I mean, I know one is on the sports floor side of the industry, and the other is more of a treated wood product. Can you talk a little bit about these other products?
1: Sure. So, back in South Africa, when I was at my distribution outlets going and distributing around the whole of the country, I had the exclusive agency for a, a hardwood sports flooring product. So we managed to get specified with all the Virgin Active Group, which is, of course, the Richard Branson Group, and all the Planet Fitnesses in South Africa. So we supplied those guys. We had containers rolling nonstop with our sports flooring for gyms and for uh, squash or racquetball courts. So, um, yeah, and the other product I represent, uh, just back to the sports flooring guys, this is a there's not a lot of flooring in a container and this is a this is something that can go to all the gymnasiums home gyms it's pre-sanded pre-sealed square edged the height difference is 0.02 millimeters that's so flat 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 and it's seven foot long planks by five inch wide okay and then the next product i represent out of this one's out of south africa and it's, um, we've, we know that there's a lot of thermo-treating going on these days, of, uh, especially of softwoods right. and, of course, in ash. So we have a South African pine, which is FFC grown in South Africa in, in sustainable large forests. And I take this product and the thermo-treat it. And then we have a special hard, high-melt wax that's wax infused. with a, It creates now a hardwood. This pine becomes actually... I think it's around about uh, 2,600 on the Janka scale. Wow. So it actually makes it harder than oak. But because of this infusion, it's a great product for exterior decking. So it can sit outside like a top of wood up to 25, 30 years without any treatment whatsoever. Wow. And that's, um, can't talk about who or what, but it looks like there may be a deal, an happen- exclusive deal happening with Guy for out- the outdoor market for decking and uh, siding. Uh, in America. So that will happen, please God, in a few weeks' time. And then that could be my first major deal in five years.
0: <laughs> Very wow. excited about that. Wow. That could be really exciting. It almost seems like that could have an application interior, also. Um, you know, with all of the push with the fake plastic flooring that's out there as being waterproof and life proof and scratch proof and all of this, seems like when you start talking about an infused product, if it were to perform interior and provide all of the benefits that you you just talked about between hardness and and you know being infused with wax to where it's basically waterproof Um, if it's more stable being being an infused product or a treated product seems like it can have an application on the interior also
1: well that's my little trump up my sleeve for the years to come we, I would love to have my own brand label again, hopefully in or in America because that's where I live now. And uh, I don't want to say too much about it, but all I can say is not right now. But watch the space for later.
0: Awesome! Oh, that's perfect. And not not to mention, you've got the entire system for installation, so it seems like it might be a perfect fit.
1: I would I would put everything together in 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 and in market it in the whole
0: as a concept. Quite oh pretty. yeah. Absolutely. Well, Stephen, I really appreciate you taking the time and and I don't know that anybody can appreciate the energy and effort that you've put into coming over here with every last penny that you own and investing so much into the wood flooring industry in our in our market in in the United States bringing your expertise from South Africa up to the United States and I wish you the best on success and landing those contracts and keeping in front of people. I wanted to make sure we had the ability to talk with you about the products and the systems as they're, you know, they're unique to the industry. It's not, it's not like you just reinventing something that's already been done. This is carving into new ground for a lot of people and those new opportunities, those New installation methods, new products, new ideas are a lot of times what separates one contractor and his market apart from somebody else. So it's nice to, nice to see that you're out here changing the industry and keeping people on their toes.
1: Well, I'd like to do that, but there's no use me coming here with another commodity product. You know, there's enough of that. You know, I'm not jumping on any bandwagons. I'm trying to establish new products, new technology. And I've enjoyed doing it. And, yes, it's been tough. You said put my whole life on the line to, at my age to establish myself in a new country. It's been difficult. It even took me three months to pay the NWFA membership, but I paid it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a valuable part fun. of this industry and this organization. We truly do appreciate that.
1: Uh, please, God, one day I'd like to get involved. If this gets going into more uh, training schools with you guys on the product. So let's get an installation, a distributor going, and then we can uh, attend the schools with you guys more often.
0: Excellent. Well, we we do appreciate it. And thank you again so much for taking the time to join us on this podcast. And, and we'll look forward to seeing you and your success in the near future, hopefully.
1: Could I maybe just give an email address? If oh, absolutely. To
0: make contact. Please do.
1: Okay. Um, uh, my name is Steve Suntup. So it's Steve, S T E V E S U N T U P, stevesuntup at gmail.com.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Definitely reach out if anybody has any inquiries or questions. Please reach out to Stephen. He's he's a wealth of knowledge and great to tap into that wealth of knowledge, especially coming from another part of the world with the background. It makes us much more universalized. Well, thank you again, Stephen. And uh, uh, thank you. Until next time. Absolutely.